Hey guys, and welcome to F Nation with Gabby Roseman. I'm your host, Gabby, and I am so excited to start 2022 with you, studying the Word of God through a fresh lens. Our vision at F Nation remains the same, to provide Christ-centered content to encourage and equip listeners like you to live your best life now, according to the Word of God. You will also hear stories of fierce female leaders who had just enough faith in God and their dream to believe they could change their lives and the lives of those around them for the better. On today's episode, we take a look at the book of 1 Samuel. I'll highlight my top four takeaways to help you reset and launch into the new year with a new beginning, serving the same great God. Let's get started by looking at 1 Samuel 16. David is easily one of my favorite people of the Old Testament. The depth and complexity of his character inspired me to believe that anything is possible when we have a heart to serve God. David wasn't even in the running to be king. If left up to the decisions of men, even his own father, Jesse, didn't see him as destined to be king. Not to say that Jesse didn't love or favor his son David, simply that according to the standards of men, David didn't fit the bill. Have you ever been elevated to a position you didn't fit the bill for? Maybe you lack the experience, the pedigree, the look based on social norms and expectations. According to popular science, it takes about seven seconds for people to form an opinion of you. Other research goes further and suggests that we judge people and create a pretty solid impression within one-tenth of a second. Can you imagine? Without even blinking an eye, someone looks at you and determines your future. But thank God that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. We can lack experience. We can lack the education, the look, the voice, you name it. And our God can still put us in position anyway. When God sets out to anoint David as the second king of the people of Israel, he is the least likely of candidates. The last of eight sons, David's life experience until his anointing consisted of caring for sheep as a shepherd boy. When Samuel arrives in Bethlehem, even he falls into the seven second role. The Bible says, Samuel sought Eliab, the older brother of David, and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. God quickly gets Samuel together and reminds him, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Can you think of a time when you have allowed the appearance of a thing to keep you from pursuing what otherwise may be a valuable opportunity? Here's something to consider. When we judge a person by outward appearance, we don't leave room for God to do a new thing. David did not look like where he was going, but God was preparing him even when he was in the sheep pen. In 1 Samuel 18, we see King Saul's son, Jonathan, give David his robe, tunic, and sword. 
Jonathan would have been the natural heir in line for the throne. But even Jonathan saw the favor of the Lord on David. He saw that David would be king and postured this with the gifting of his armor. The word says, Jonathan became one in spirit with David and he loved him as himself. David didn't look like a king. He likely didn't speak or think like a king. But God sent someone along the way to model what was to come. God was making David anew through every step in his journey. And our God can do the same for you. I mentioned that David was the eighth son of Jesse. The number eight is symbolic of new beginnings. It symbolizes the circumcision of the heart through Christ and the receiving of the Holy Spirit. This brought a whole new meaning to the scripture most associated with David. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. Our new beginning starts when we are made new in Christ Jesus. When we have a heart that seeks the purposes of our Lord and Savior. How good is our God that he used the eighth son to establish a new kingdom? A kingdom that was established by placing a boy from Bethlehem on the throne. A boy who would become king in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So let David be the example in your life. That no matter what your shortcoming is, no matter where you are from in this world, no matter what the world would have you believe you lack, know this. If you can name it, Jesus overcame it. If God looked at the heart of a shepherd boy and saw a king, there are no limits to what God can do in and through you. This new year, choose to have a heart after God's own heart. Start with God and allow him to do a new thing in you. The same God who took a boy from Bethlehem and put him on a throne can take you to great heights when you seek his kingdom first. Up next, we'll take a look at 1 Samuel chapter 3 to highlight our second takeaway from the book of 1 Samuel. Times of transition require that we are intentional about hearing from God while being disciplined enough to obey. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, Samuel had been under the care of Eli for many years. When the Lord calls Samuel, Samuel does not recognize God's voice. Eli instructs Samuel to respond to the call by saying, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. How do you respond when God calls your name? Do you act as Samuel did, going to the people closest to you seeking direction? Or do you recognize the voice of God and submit yourself to listen to what God has to say to you? Samuel had to be intentional about hearing from God. So much so that he first had to declare that he was listening before God gave him a message. We must have the right attitude and heart posture to hear from God. And above all else, we must be eager to obey. The news that God gave to Samuel was not easy to receive. Samuel was to declare judgment against the man who essentially raised him. 
the very man who taught him how to respond to God. But this is what was necessary for Samuel to transition into the new role or next level in his life. What is necessary for you to do in order to transition to your next level? Now, let's take a look at the first king of Israel in 1 Samuel 13 to highlight our third takeaway from the book of 1 Samuel. Compromising the word of God can lead to destruction. We learn this in 1 Samuel 13. Saul was surrounded. The men he brought to fight alongside him were fleeing. Instead of holding fast to the word he'd received from the Lord, he took matters into his own hands. Although he sought favor from the Lord by sending up an offering, he disobeyed. And because of this one act of disobedience, his kingdom would meet an end. The word says, you have done a foolish thing. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. If you had, he would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. Without knowing it, just like Saul, we can sometimes offer up something as a sacrifice, thus foregoing a promise by not keeping God's command. His word says in 1 Samuel 15, 22, to obey is better than sacrifice. Who knows what would have become of Saul had he just obeyed? Who knows what would become of us if we choose to obey? So I challenge you, will you trade your fear for favor and choose to obey the uncompromised word of God? For our final takeaway on this episode, let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 28 for the fourth takeaway from the book of 1 Samuel. There is one source of truth, and it begins and ends with God. The favor of the Lord had long departed Saul. But like many men who find themselves in positions of power, he was desperate to hold on to it. In 1 Samuel 28, Saul fails to recognize God's silence as a response to his judgment in 1 Samuel 15. So he seeks the guidance of a medium. The very people he had cut off from the land, he now sought wisdom from. Can you imagine being so desperate for a word from God? that you are seeking wisdom from that which you once deemed as wicked. Even still, the truth of God remained the same. The Lord has torn the kingdom from your hand and given it to one of your neighbors. This is what the Lord declared in his first judgment against Saul. And it is the word that he received yet again. There is a popular adage, when God opens a door, no man can close it. 
And if God closes a door, no man can open it. This probably wasn't a thing in the time of Saul, but it's certainly a thing of today. So let us look at Saul and it be a reminder that God's word is final. He is Alpha and Omega, and his word is truth. Thank you for listening as we explored the book of 1 Samuel. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcast and sign up for the F List, our weekly newsletter to receive updates on new episodes and more by visiting f-nation.com.